Solo, and I represent Cool University. My brother in podcast, a little tied up, has some family biz going on, so I'm holding down for the both of us. All right, it's always your boys or one of us. <laughs> this is the podcast that loves music so much that sometimes it forgets the podcast. So hopefully, we all learned something today. We got an amazing show. We're gonna check out some of the new music that dropped this week. I'm gonna be uh, reviewing it all, getting down and dirty. We also have the beautiful, talented singer that's gonna join us at the cool table. She goes by the name Cash K. She's gonna talk to us about uh, you know, her career as an artist, you know, some new music and things of that nature. She's gonna drop off a single and it's called Better. So between uh, album talk, we're going to check out some cool parts of that interview. Let me ramble a little bit, man. I got the floor, right? I'm going to ramble a little something. As you guys know, I've been off the air for a little bit. Uh, actual radio. Uh, I'm on the voice of NCC because now I am on at a new time. Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. All right. Not in the Long Island area. Don't worry about it. Download the iHeart app, search WHPC, get a little closer to some of the amazing personalities we have, but mostly me, you're there for me, because I told you to go there, right? <laughs> so that's a new time, man, 7 to 8 p.m. on the voice of NCC, 90.3 WHPC, please join me. Now, before we get started, real quick, I want to apologize if I sound like uh, somebody's holding my nose shut. Allergies been kicking my ass for the last couple of days, but I picked my shit up. I said, fuck that. I got to get this going, all right? So just bear with me, all right? Please, please. I bear with y'all stinking ass as you can bear with me for a second. Listen, let's get into some CUNY news. Now, before we get into our notable drops, right? I got to backtrack a little bit. Last week, we did not have an episode, okay? Um, but Tory Lanez did put out an album, Daystar, I believe it's called. Hmm. So I think I'm going to wait for my man Holly to get back here because I feel like he's going to have something super entertaining for you guys to, to listen to. And I think we're going to just have such a possible, possibly dope conversation about it. So I don't even want to, I don't even want to go into that until I got my partner with me. All right. So bear with us. We're going to put that until the next episode all right i just had to get that out the way moving forward this is how this is going to work all right something new today we're going to try something new i'm going to break down these uh, these albums uh in like a scale form all right we're going to call this chill nye the science guy you know what i'm saying i'm gonna show you how this scale works each album is going to be rated on a few things lyrics self-explanatory Bump ability. That means the production, the vibe. You know what I'm saying? How how it make you feel. 
So that's that's a that's a big piece. After that, the skip factor. Did I want to skip anything? Was I, you know, that was I not feeling a lot on these particular albums on the first listen? I do not skip. All right. I try to make sure I listen to every single piece, interludes, skits, everything. But in my heart of hearts, sometimes I'll be wanting to skip shit. All right. So just keep that in mind. Run back ability. Do I see myself playing this again? Do you see yourself playing this joint again? Did it, was there mad records that I was like, ah, I might pick one or two records from it. You dig? But but I fuck, you know, do, or do I fuck with the whole entire project as a whole? That's also a really huge piece of this rating. Are there songs that are going to be added to my playlist? You know, the Universal music playlist, you know, there for your consumption on CoolUniversity.com. Don't worry about that. Are there songs that I'm going to be taking to use for my playlist? Lastly, an overall score. Um, five being John Blaze. One being John Waste. I came up with that myself. Remember, I was asking you for it, but you never gave it to me. So I came up with it myself. I'm that fucking good. So you have an understanding of how this is going to work. It's going to be based off of lyrics. It's going to be based off of bump ability. It's going to be based on the skip factor, the run back ability, songs that I want to add to my playlist. And lastly, an overall score, five being John Blaze, one being John Weissman. You ready? Let's get into our first project. It's YG, My Life in Faux Honey. That's right, Def Jam Recordings. All right. I want to start by saying this. The project was much more serious than I'm used to, you know, from YG as an artist. You know, sometimes he can get a little bit play world, you know what I mean? He could, you know, he can give a little too much, um, too much fun a little bit. So I do want to say I was, I was, I was pleased by, I felt like somebody might've gotten his ear and was like, all right, look, you know, it's a tough time. And, you know, we kind of want to hear more artistry from you a little bit instead of single friendly stuff so i gotta i gotta give him some some respect there um i'm not a i don't want to say a huge fan but i'm not uh largely accustomed to his projects or whatever but i have listened to a lot of his music in passing um especially you know coming from the gz tree so i do want to say i'm i'm you know i'm a little impressed by the seriousness as far as how he took this Lead single, Swag, it was dope, Swag, Swag, pretty dope, um, the beat, beat was fire, the bars a tad simple, but, you know, very vibe friendly, alright, so, much to what we, I'm used to him for, but still a little bit more, uh, more tight, the second single, Out on Bail, boy, oh boy, oh boy, now, Word on the street is that he was taking more of a Tupac kind of um, reference as far as this record was concerned. Here I can kind of see that. This record is very, very, very Tupac-esque. You know, he even tried the voice inflection chip. You know, nobody could do that like, you know, Pac. But it was a good try, though. And I do think this shit right here bumps in the whip. There's no no doubt about it. Um, so that's a dope record out on bail. I got I got to give it to him for that one. It's a track with Wayne, Bloodwalk. Now, you know, I want to say this. I want to say Wayne ripped. You know, it's not no stranger. Wayne is no stranger to ripping verses for niggas. And uh, it was good to see YG step out of his comfort 
level a little bit, even though, you know, they both have rags in common. I do didn't really see that one coming. So that was that was a dope. That was a dope thing about it. Your record with Chris Breezy and Tyga, a.k.a. Keep a Job. God damn, this nigga Tyga keeps a job, son. He's like the J.J. Reddick of rap. Like, he's just going to keep moving teams. They're gonna, somebody's going <laughs> to somebody's gonna fucking get his ass on a track. Keep a job. There's a squad like that. I'll, I'll get into that later. But uh, old school sample flipped. I'm not really sure. I can't remember offhand which one it was. But uh, that it was it was pretty dope. Um, the hook was okay. All right. Now, this is why I feel like it was okay. Number one, I do feel like Breezy as an artist is so iconic that now I feel like talking about hitting shit from the from behind is just a tad beneath him a little bit. I could be bugging. You could crucify me for it. But I feel like Breezy, you know, has to be a one of the most famous people in the entire world battled back. You know, when he had his little debacle, the, 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 the songs that he was choosing to put out showed a lot more artistry. And I feel like now it's like young people music. And, you know, Breezy's more my demographic. So I, I kind of, you know, feel like I wish, you know, when you get Breezy on a record, you, you know, I feel like it's like should touch the world a little bit. But I could just be bugging off of that. Um. FTP, very uh, FTP, sorry, very dope record. War Scars, also a dope record. You had some other appearances from Lil TJ, Ty Dolla Sign, and Gunna. So I do want to say, you know, dope record mostly around. What's going to make my playlist? Let's get into this motherfucking score here. What's going to make my playlist has to be out on bail for sure. That's going to make my playlist. If no ifs, ands, buts about it, uh, probably be number one just because of how hard that shit come on. Lyrics, I feel like he worked a little bit here. I do feel like he tried a little bit here. I'm with it. I'm with it. I think the lyrics were strong. The bump factor, aka production, um, strong. I feel like he's, you know, very true to brand. As I, you're gonna hear that me say that a lot. Very true to brand. Very, um, new. Not much vintage. I feel like new, like a new LA kind of sound. You know, it, not a vintage uh, Los Angeles sound. Very new and, and now very him, you know, so uh, true to brand again. Skip factor. On my first listen, no, I did not feel like I wanted to skip very much. I felt like it was some fire. You know, I, I can now going backwards now with run back ability. It might be a few of my Passover, but on my first listen, I let it run straight through. I was I was pretty satisfied by that. So here we go. Overall grade. Drum roll, please. I'm gonna give YG my life in full, honey. About a 3.4? 3.5. Round it up. Feeling good. YG, my life in full, honey. I wanna say, great. Take a listen to it. Get your ass out there. Listen, 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 listen. Let's keep it pushing. Let's see, how do I feel now? The next record I wanna get into has to be. Bryson Tiller Anniversary. RCA Records in the house. How are you? One of the originators of the trap soul sound. Probably the originator of the word, obviously. But of that particular sound, the rap sing, I want to say one of. And the reason why I want to say one of is because if you happen to listen back to a classic artist that goes by the name of Frank Ocean, 
uh, you know, the one he had with the car on the front. Was that called Nostalgia? I don't want to be wrong, but I believe it was. Um, that sing rap was very prevalent in what Frank Ocean was kind of doing. So I do feel like there are references. I do feel like there were references there. Um, he might have taken from the book and created, you know, more from that. So I believe that there were references prevalent there. From track one, it was a quick reminder. Okay, quick reminder. So many took this sound and, and ran it into the ground. You know, like this sound does not solely belong to Bryson anymore. But it was it was it was cool because you had a chance to, you know, if you listen with like original ears instead of like copycat ears, it might sound crazy, right, to you, but I listened with original ears, knowing that he's one of the first few to actually start that type of shit. You know, you, you I it's it's great to hear that he's stayed kind of true. It was like right off the bat. It's like he picked up where he left off with Trap Soul. Many people, I would say that's not such a good thing. But for in, in his case, I would almost say that's necessary, you know, to kind of like reclaim his spot in that space. You get what I'm saying? So um, opening record already kind of just let you know where we were headed, like the tone. Uh, I think Always and Forever was the first single. Well, it wasn't the first, but it was it seemed like it was the lead single, I believe. Very true to brand. Here we go. I'm going to use that statement again. Very true to brand. Um, lyrics were right. Big vibe. I had that actually on my playlist prior to the album being released. Yeah, I have no complaints. No complaints there. Track called Things Change. I thought was a dope record as well. Heartfelt, you know, but it, but it, he's really good at that. He's really good. I think he he's really good at writing feelings down, right? expressing his feelings or whatever but keeping it kind of like kind of g a little bit you know because when you're singing you know you easily ooh, babe, ooh, begging and shit so he's not begging but he is letting you know shorty how exactly he feels dope uh sample flipping there's a song called uh, inhale right and the song samples swvs all night long from the Waiting Exhale soundtrack and Mary J's Not Gone Cry. So, displayed some dope lyrics on there as well. That was a dope sample flip. I fuck, I fuck with that. You know, whenever you go back to that 90s R&B, you win me over there. Here we go. Our first light skin Avenger sighting in Outer Time. I want to say he got, so far he got the best out of the artist here. Like when I when I went back and we spoke about Breezy and YG, I felt like you know he used he used this feature I have now with Drake, right? You know Chris Breezy, the other half of the Light Skin Avengers. <laughs> he used this chance to do the most with it. You get what I'm saying? Not like oh I'm just gonna have a fun record with Drake. No, it's kind of like all right, yo, this one I I'm counting on. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm getting my money's worth. How about we just say that? That's like if you got Chris Breezy in a video and that nigga's not dancing. It's like, shit, but what did you pay all of that money for? Right? So I do want to say, and that's a very friendly radio record out of time I'm ref uh, referencing to. Um, I will be looking for RCA. RCA, can you please have that to me, that the radio edit, so I can play that on my show, please, and thank you. Also, a short listen. 
anniversary is a short listen so pleasurable because i listen very hard so i need sometimes a shorter body of work versus a longer body of work let's get to the score here playlist universal playlist will probably definitely be taking out of time with drizzy once again i have always uh forever on there already i gotta figure out does this record knock it out you know i try to keep it very open the light-skinned avenger is fucking taking over my whole entire playlist damn you light-skinned avengers so from there we go into lyrics lyrics very deep conceptual strong um to the brand very you know understanding i feel like i understand him a little bit and i understand what where he's coming from as an artist lyrically bump factor aka production he always pushes the envelope and always you know tries to you know every record bryson drops i feel like he tries to stand on um the brand like i tried to stand on what i came to do i'm not diverting doing too much doing too little or doing anything that my audience is not comfortable with understanding and knowing from me so i gotta say that that was strong because he stayed very true there features only one only feature and that feature was from the light skin avenger the lsa and he got the most of that so i gotta i gotta give him big ups for that run back ability likely and you know why likely because it's a vibe kind of thing the full album was very vibish so if i'm chilling if it's on some late night shit you got my got my wife here with me we just chilling cruising you know she don't want to hear you know uh me hit all the curses that i like to play in my normal music i think that's like a perfect thing to kind of put on you know what i mean while we chilling and we just we just cruising on a date night all right so i'm gonna give bryson tiller anniversary I'm going to give it about a 3.8, I'm going to say. I'm going to be like about a 3.8 because, you know, I, I it was it was very true. It did very much sound like everything else but that he has put out. But I respect that. It's very necessary, you know, when you when you come out with the style and then everybody runs with the shit. And then, you know, you have to kind of reprove yourself in that space. So we broke down two of the four albums that I'm going to talk about today, and we're going to take a quick break and we're going to check out a small piece of our Act of Cool Table interview with singer, songwriter, overall beautiful person, Cash K. And when we get back, we are going to finish the last two of our album reviews. All right, sit tight. We're going to get to it. Act the Cool Table with Cash K right here on CUNY Radio. She got Corey Cool. I represent Cool University. And I'm here with a special young lady, singer and songwriter, Cash K, who is joining us at the Cool Table. Hello, my dear. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm more than pleased. I've been in talks with, you know, your representative all week, mm -hmm. as well as you. So I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to have you here with us, you know, today. Um, so we're going to start at the beginning. We're going to go back a little bit. All right. All right. Um, born in Minnesota. <laughs> yes. I got to, <laughs> I got to start there. So we born in Minnesota mm -hmm. and relocated to Miami. Uh -huh. Okay. I need you to tell me what was it like going from one environment like that all the way to another? Was it tough to adjust? 
take me through that a little bit. Um, yeah, so I just lived there my whole life, like grew up until I was like 12 years old and then my mom got a job. So we relocated. Um, it was really stressful, honestly. Like it was a big adjustment, especially for me at that age. It was kind of like, I don't know, I was kind of like coming into my like womanhood a little bit. Like I had already like established all my friendships and stuff. And then we changed, you know, locations. Everything kind of like shook my world around. But honestly, it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. Like I would not be anywhere where I am today if I hadn't moved to to Florida. It's like my favorite place. Oh, okay. So you had to leave some friends behind. You had to leave some life behind, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, a big change. Definitely a terrible age to uproot any child and like just change their whole entire life. Like I had zero friends. It was really hard. It was like a kind of a dark time for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. But honestly, in the end of the day, it was a good thing. It was a great thing. Well, listen, man, Florida's a beautiful place, man. I get there a couple of times a year. I don't want to leave. But, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm not – I don't get to go down as far as you do. I'm more of the Orlando dancing around Disney World kind of dude. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. You're like, yeah, it's, all, it's cool, right? It's, it's not down in Miami. It's not, you know, dope like that. But it's all right, right? <laughs> all right, so – your introduction to music, right? So we know you left Minnesota around 12. You got to Miami. Um, tell me, how far from there was music introduced to you? Was it your parents? Was it siblings? Was it the neighborhood? What drew you to music? Um, or was it before moving to Miami? Yeah, so music was always like a huge part of my life, like growing up. Um, my mom was super big into R&B. Like, she introduced me to people like Heather Hadley and, like, Lauren Hill. She was showing me, like, all kinds of, like, stepping music. On Sundays, we'd be cleaning the house and listening to, like, R. Kelly and all that kind of good stuff. So I was introduced to music at a really young age. And then um, it wasn't really until I was about, like, eight or so I got into musical theater, like, in the local community. And that, like, okay. really put me on stage and, like, got me into singing and like performing and then I started writing songs when I was like eight years old about like lollipops and gumdrops and stuff like that. <laughs> like, okay. Huge. So tell me a little bit more about that musical theater thing. What was it like? You know, what was, um, so I'm guessing that it was, you said around eight, right? So it was right before you yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. Correct? that's like when I started. Yeah, when I was about eight years old, I did my first show and like just the feeling of being on stage was like, just the most incredible feeling like that's like kind of what got me into like wanting to perform was like just the feeling of like performing and the lights and everything like it was just like it just inspired me and like I don't know I just never wanted to stop for a long time I wanted to do musical theater like I wanted to pursue that but then I was like nah I want to be a recording artist nah no more we're not gonna catch you on any Broadway no, stages and nothing like that? No. In the future, you will definitely, definitely catch me on a Broadway stage. Like, that's a number one okay. goal of mine. Like, absolutely. I still love theater. I love, um, like, show tunes and all that. Love performance. Like, live performance is just a huge part of my, like, just, like, who I am, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, sound, that sounds amazing. Um, Around two, let's fast forward a little bit, right? Um, Around... 2015 2016 it says that you began I guess you know making your own music starting your early production of records and um 
maybe, you know, maybe really hone in your songwriting craft. Can you speak to me a little bit about uh, your beginning process as far as, you know, now going from writing songs about, you know, gumdrops and all that to now records, you know, that, that you want to bang? Like, what is, take me through, you know, your process as far as now raising the bar when it came to writing your songs and, and maybe were there any influences right there that helped you turn that leaf? Yeah, so like when I was about 15 or so, I started dating this guy who- Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) He had a friend who had like a recording, he had like a whole setup in his room and he was like, babe, like you're so talented, we need to go get you over there so you can record a song. And I was like, okay. So I like wrote a song on site and like we recorded it and we were gonna shoot a music video and everything. And then I was like, damn, like I should be doing this myself. Like I should be, I should be producing my own music, like being able to just have it on hand. Like, I don't want to have to go to this random dude's house. So for Christmas, when I was in like sophomore year of high school, I was like, please, please, please get me that studio set up. And my parents hooked it up. That that was like my huge gift. Hold on, clap it up. Let's clap it up for the parents. Hold on. Clap it up, parents. That's right. That's right. All right, mom. Good looking, moms. Yeah. So from there, when I had like received all the equipment and stuff, I was like, so excited I set it all up and like I literally just started messing around on GarageBand on my Mac and like just started like I got a MIDI keyboard and just started like I don't know just like tapping away like I had the obviously like I had the the mic so I was singing I was recording like the songs that I had written but like from that's like really how I got started and then I wrote this song called Chocolate Kisses and it was like the first song I ever put out on any platform it was a it was a SoundCloud song (laughs) and it's honestly so embarrassing like when I think when I listen to it now it's like the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard but at the time it got oh we got to get that we need that we need that Kenny Radio needs that come on we need that (laughs) we need that come on at the time like my school all my school friends were like yo like Kylie put out a song like this is so cool blah blah blah. so like it just kind of like budded from there and then Cash K just became like who she is you know she just started there right now Okay, so let's let's keep it pushing. So from 2016, we get, what was the name of the song? Come on, let me hear it again. Chocolate what was it? Kisses. Chocolate Kisses. Chocolate Kisses. All right. So now we went from gun drop, gum drop, now we hear the Chocolate Kisses, right? We moving yeah. past that. Okay. Um, and now you're on your way to hopefully, and not even hopefully, you're on your way to being a big superstar, putting it in the air. So let's, you know, let's, let's leave that there. Um, tell me now, as of 2020, what is your favorite part about doing the music? Is it um, the writing, the recording, performing, I guess, has been, you know, put to the back burner, right, due to, due to life, or even doing interviews like this amazing one right here. What is your favorite part now, 2020, um, doing the music? Um, my favorite part still like writing. I, I've always used writing songs as like an outlet for my personal like grief and stuff like that. Like all my songs are just like kind of like a right. diary. That's how I use it. Kind of just like writing down the feelings I'm going through and stuff. So like that's obviously number one all the time. But right. um, as I've like developed in my career a little bit more, I've had the opportunity to work with like um, some actual studios, like not just like my bedroom recording. I like get in the booth with like a real like actual studio, like state of the art equipment and stuff. And that is my favorite thing ever. Like just the energy of like okay. being in a room, in the people lab. throwing ideas around. 
Yes. Being in the lab. It's amazing. Oh, okay. It's the best. And especially when, like, you go in the booth and, like, I, sometimes I'll be writing, like, on the spot. Like, I'll just get a beat right there and then they'll be like, oh, like, let's just see what you have. Let's just see what you have. And it's the best feeling ever when you're, like, just spewing and everyone was like, like, they they tap in with the mic with the talk back and they're like, yo, that shit was far. Like, that's staying on the track right yeah. now. Like, it's just such a good thing, like, being, being in the studio. It's my favorite part. All right. That was the first session of our Cash K interview live at the cool table. And we're back, man. Um, we're going to play the rest of that later and also premiere her new record better. All right. So you got to stick with us to get the rest of that. Let's keep it going with these album reviews with Chill Nye, the science guy. 21 Savage with Metro Boomin, Savage Mode 2. First of all, very fly because it was narrated by Morgan Freeman. How did you pull that off? I'm really surprised to know that Morgan Freeman knew who 21 Savage was. Am I the only one that's surprised there? No, just me? Okay. Um, so that was dope. Dope shit. Also a tad surprise because I've never really listened to his lyrics and I kind of prejudged. I'm going to be honest here. I prejudged. I think he ripped a lot of these verses. He ripped a few. Um, I also feel like time was taken here all right some cool conceptual hooks you know some hooks i took over others some were just kind of like all right whatever but i do feel like he had some you know good concepts kind of going here maturity also spotted here i could kind of see how he's growing a little bit growing as an artist maybe also it being an album and not like a mixtape so i think he took a little bit of time there mr right now featuring drake drake tossed a little you know, little little shot out there that he used to, well, not a shot, well, a, a little business out there. You know, Drake don't put business out there like that. But I used to talk to SZA, so I thought that was pretty cool. You know, um, I thought that was pretty slick. I believe, you know, Drake was used right here, right? We, Light Skin Avenger, you gotta use them the correct way. Rich Nigga Shit featuring Young Thug. The record, I think, Young Thug ripped. Sometimes I do feel that young thug can let his animation kind of get in the way of his talent you know meaning he's using a lot of voices and a lot of inflections of, of the voice so sometimes the whiny stuff you can't really hear what he's saying that's just me but i do think he used it appropriately here so the song came out very 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 dope now all right here we go the main thing there's a song called Many Men, where he does sample 50 Cent's Many Men at the end. I thought I was bugging, but I wasn't sure, so I had to check out the lyrics. Nice girls can't keep me, I need a bad girl like Riri. We don't pump fake, we kill beef. 21 Savage, not Jeezy. With a pussy, added at the end. Nice ad lib. I'm not in love with that. Now I am biased because Jeezy's on my list of artists that cannot do any wrong. But I have to be objective here. I have to try. I wonder what, I'm curious to know what that's about. Um, I don't think that they were, are even really in the same space. So I'm not really sure why, and where, where it came, it was a little, you know, he's like, he snuck that shit in, you know? A little jab, like it wasn't, it was like, oh, I said your name though. So I got, you know, as I backtrack, gotta respect that. He did say the name. He called him out. 
But at the same time, I felt like where he said it, it was kind of quick, you know, like a real quick and maybe a little out of place. But we got to check on that and see how that manifests. If, if Jizzle has something to respond to that. I, um, my Dogs was a record that came on hard. Straight boss. I got to give him that. A few solid songs. Little Nas sample. The little taking in blood. I made it like that. I bought it like that. I'm living like that. Four. I'll leave it to you. You whack MCs. I hope you said it. If you didn't, you a sucker. So let's break down this score, man. Let's just do it. Universal playlist. I'm going to say. It's a lot of Light Skin Avenger going on on my fucking playlist. So Mr. Right Now, I'm going to hold in my maybes. But Rich Nigga Shit, most definitely has to go on. I think that's a very fly track. Um, so yeah, that's that. Tip of my water. Lyrics, I'm going to say, were pretty strong. Stronger than I thought. Stronger than I'm used to giving him credit for. Bumpability, aka production. Metro Boomin did a good deal on here. Not a lot of... Um, not too much variety, but I'm sure this sounds really, really good in the car. This is going to... I'm going to play a record or two off of this in the whip and, you know, kind of see about that. But on first hand... In the AirPods, uh, not a lot, not a ton of variety, but true to him. Run it back ability, not really likely. I'm not really likely to run back this as a project. Um, but I will say, a record or two will probably play again. But definitely not the whole project as far as a whole. Skippability. I can see myself kind of skipping now. Skipping through some tracks now, but at the time it was a pretty decent run through. I might have wanted to skip one or two offhand, but now on the go back, or the you know the the rebump, as Lee would be like, you know what I mean, the bump in the whip. Ah, I'm gonna skip a lot. So, with that being said, overall score, <sighs> I'm gonna go with a two point seven. I want to, because I want to go almost three. 2.7 because of the run back ability. I do not see myself running back, running this back again. But I want to, I, I want to go almost three because I do feel like he worked hard on his lyrics. He came through with some bars. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a bunch of pity pat shit. The hooks, okay. I'll take a, away a little bit for that, but you know, uh, oh, features, features too. Light Skin Avenger, Young Thug. Uh, who else he had? Strong enough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still go I'm gonna still go with about a two point seven two point eight. I'll give it that, um, because he did work on his bar, so you know I'll give him that. All right, this is the project I've been waiting for. This is what I've been waiting for. Griselda, West Side Gunny Gun Guns, who made this sunshine? What a title! What a title! Artwork, <laughs> interesting. Let his kids get some shine there. Don't get sued by your own kids, bro. You better be a good pops because they will sue you in the future for using their work. I wonder how that works out. Can you get... Yeah. <laughs> nah, never mind. Anyway, I feel like Conway's project made him say, all right, I'm not going to play. Because the last one, Fly, uh, Fly Guy was an awesome god. We reviewed that and I feel like he gave away a lot. Gave away a lot. It wasn't, uh, you know... A lot of play world kind of kind of stuff. So this one, I feel like he doubled down on the brand and said, all right, I'm going to come through with just, you know, some hard shit. Pause. So I think Conway's uh, project definitely 
push, put a little bit more urgency there than what we're used to having. I feel like he pulled out all the stops with the bars, you know? As a bar specialist, it's always interesting to see how, how artists who are known for bars present an album, right? How do they present their, the full picture? More than, I'm just gonna give you some hot bars, let it rap. So I'm always, I'm always pretty happy with that. Or I'm pretty curious about how that always works out. Let's see. The Butcher and the Blade featuring Conway the Machine, Many the Butcher. Lord, Lord, Lord. This is what we played for. I'm going to use my Bill Burr shit right there. Bars just don't make no sense. Don't make no sense how many bars is between those three fellas. It just doesn't make any sense. Um. All right. I'm going to fuck this title up. So... Ishka Bibble featuring Black Thought. Come on, man. Tyreek Trotter, one of, you know, of the legendary Roots crew, does not get the respect he's deserved. He is a genius when it comes to writing ancient art of bars. So I give him that, all right? Um, All Praises featuring Boldy James and Jadakiss. Also pretty dope. Um... The beat was a little slow there, but I'll, I'll take it. You know, when you see Jada in mainstream and people keeping that Jada Kiss thing alive, I'm just all for it. You know, we'll never say nothing wrong there. Now, out of 11 records, one was the intro, right? So let's make that 10. Out of 10 records, nine records had features. And the one that he did by himself was, I think, like two minutes, barely two minutes. He ripped it, though. He ripped that shit so i would say in the future i would like west side to like give us a little more of him i feel like he is definitely once again we always say this spreading he passes the ball a lot you know he's an unselfish player but when it comes to your album bro i want to hear you know let's say a record with three verses i know that times have changed but you guys are from our generation, so, you know, I would love to hear a record with three verses of Westside, three verses and a hook all done by you, but I could be just nitpicking here. That could just be a nitpick because chill, nigh the science, fly, you know, it's just nitpicking the nitpick. Um, track with Busta, though. Ocean Prime, you had Slick Rick and Busta Rhymes on that, man, fire, how fire can that be, Busta ripped, 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 Slick Rick even came through with real, real swag, and that made me happy, that just makes me happy, you know, as a hip-hop fan, things like that make me extremely happy, you know, (laughs) I just want to smile when I see, you know, an artist going to get a Slick Rick and letting him rock out. Other appearances, Smoke Dizza had, was on there. That was fire. He actually has Slick Rick on two records. There were some ill-ass wrestling references. You know, shout out to all my WWF niggas. All right, y'all WCW niggas, man. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't with you guys. That little bell, that ding, ding, ding. That bell alone was just rinky fucking dink. So shout out to all my WWF people out here in them streets. Until it got corny, right? At the Triple H, that was it. (laughs) Uh, 98 Sabres. Just Blaze produced record. Hard. 
that verse, Lord. Okay, now, um, Armani Caesar, the lady of the Griselda crew, I can't lie. When I saw that he was sharing this record, um, well, by that time, I already knew he was sharing every record by the time we got there, but she ripped. She ripped. She actually, I want to say that's the best verse I've ever heard her spit one-on-one. Um, Ice to Chains, Harriet escaped. That was a fire line. Fire line. Conway did nothing less than do what Conway does. Benny the Butcher as well did nothing less than what Benny the Butcher does. This was an exceptional team record. I feel like out of the day, because I don't think any of the, nobody else has a team pretty much out of the Friday's releases. It was a very exceptional team record. The, the starters, you know, like the starters came out to play on that record. And I think it showed that Griselda has the possibility to stay around for a very, very, very long time. Playlist, it's tough. Let's get to the final score, okay? It's tough because there's plenty of shit to pick from here. I really, I got to get to the whip. I'm going to get to the whip and we're going to play everything out in its, in its entirety. And I have some decisions to make here. All right. By the time I update, you know, the playlist or whatever, um, definitely one or two songs will have the possibility of making it. Um, 98 Sabres is definitely really, really, really there. But uh, the Butcher and the Blade might just take it just off of sheer brilliance. Let's finish the scale out. Lyrics. Is it really even a, you know, do I really even have to? You know, by far the hardest bars of the, of the of the week. Um, bump factor, production, uh, nostalgic, true to brand, strong. You know, no, nothing, nothing out of nothing that's not new. But at the same time, it's what we I want from them. All right, I don't want you guys to, I don't want to pigeonhole Griselda. I really do not. But I love what they do. When they just do what they do best. You know what I mean? Those Buffalo kids. Yo, and listen, I think I, I'm I'm hoping I'm related to one of them. I got some family up in Buffalo, you know. You know, my, my Aunt Janet was from, you know, up there and uh my cousin Mike, my cousin Calvin, what up, y'all? I got my cousin Sean up there, go pace, 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 pace. So I'm hoping that somehow, some way, I'm like with one of those guys, you know? <laughs> but I do wanna say, um, bumpability, good. Uh features. I was happy that he kept the crew right there. Uh, his last project, he gave a lot to less notable people, right? Less notable features. So I was I was happy that the features he chose were big names and even a throwback like Slick Rick. So that's dope too. Uh, and of course, Griselda, I believe as a whole, was represented extremely well. As far as, uh, oh yeah, black, you know, yeah, uh, let's see, where we at now, where we at now, um, skip factor, I'm gonna say, no, not really, I can run that through, I can run it through, not gonna hold you, run back ability, highly, very likely, very likely to run this back, because there's a lot of bars there that I want to hear again, so I'm gonna go overall, I'm gonna give it a four, I'll give it a four. And the reason why it's not a five, aka all the way John Blaze, is because the amount of features. 
So for for one thing that I gave him a strong score for, I have to take away because I wanted to hear more of him. And I feel like, you know, he spread a lot of love and, you know, I want to hear more West Side Versus, son. I'm sorry. You're too fired, bro. I tell you that all the time. You're too fired. Stop sharing the ball so much. But I am happy and I think the project is a strong four. Oh, wait. Macar- Mariah Carey has some shit that came out. But listen, guys, if I could be honest with you, this shit is long as hell. She's been going so long. There's mad tracks on there. I do not have time to digest a full fucking 30 record Mariah Carey project. So when we come back next week, if you heard something, let me know. All right. Listen to that for me. We broke down the top records of the week. It was an amazing time. That was fun. Right. We should do that again. Right. Well, every time Hollywood fucking gets busy, <laughs> this is this is what I'm going to go to. This is plan B. Um, before we get out of here, let us finish off our At The Cool Table interview with the lovely singer-songwriter Cash K. And she's going to drop a new song, and it's called Better, right here on CUNY Radio. You're in school, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, I go to Belmont. Okay, University. right. And so, what do you what are you studying there exactly? I'm pursuing a bachelor of business administration in music business. Okay. With an emphasis in production. All right. Listen, maybe come help me out, man. All right. Well, I'm telling you, man. When y'all get big, man, you know, y'all can't forget about the small people, man. Definitely. Please. All right. So the, the the bigger question is this. All right. Now, you being an educated woman of color and probably speaking to other educated women, what is something that you would like your audience to receive from your music? Um, one of the big takeaways that I always want people to to grasp, especially like just like not necessarily like my message to them, but like how I view my own self, like kind of comes out through my music and I want people to feel kind of like empowered. I want young girls who, you know, look like me or maybe if they don't look like me, it doesn't really matter, but I just want like girls who hear my music to feel related to, first of all, like I think, I like to think that my music's pretty relatable and people can like really grasp onto the messages that I send out. And I just want people to feel kind of like heard and like, resonate with the things that I'm saying and also feel empowered because a lot of the stuff that I mentioned in my music is about like bossing up, you know, taking pride in who you are, not ever letting go of your self-worth, not wavering for anybody. Like those are the kind of messages I like to share. Well, listen, that's what we're going to do, right? We're going to lighten it up a little bit. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're familiar with how this show works, but uh, at this time we like to play a game we call the quick six. Okay, I'm gonna ask you six questions. They're either this or they're that. You'll give us your answer. We'll push on to the next one, all right? All right. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. All right, here we go. Number one of the quick six, phone call or text message? Text message. Oh, really? No, you're not, you're not. Um, (laughs) I don't even answer my phone like that, like honestly. All right, here we go, moving on. Netflix or YouTube? 
I would say Netflix. I like YouTube for music and stuff like that, but I don't really do like the whole YouTuber thing. (laughs) You know, it's crazy, man. I think I, I, like everybody, I spend more time looking for something than actually watching something on Netflix. All right, sneakers or heels? Sneakers. Oh, really? Now you know you don't want to get a little taller? Raise the bar a little bit? (laughs) There's something so cool about just like a nice, cool-ass pair of sneakers. Like, if I could have every cool pair of sneakers in the world, I would so much rather have that than like a pair of like Louboutins or something. All right, sidebar. Favorite pair of sneakers of all times. Let's have it. Honestly, I like to just Air Jordan 1, like it, like all the colors that they have. But my favorite, like, random shoe is, like, a Bread 11. Like, I don't know why, but I just love how those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a fire. That's a fire joint right there. I got, got my stash stashed away, kid. Not until next summer. Um, uh, here we go. We got this question right here of the quick six, all right, is, is, is going back a little bit as far as your roots are concerned. All right, you ready for this one? Honey crisp apple or the orange? I'm allergic to apples. Oh, Minnesota. She ain't messing with y'all. She is not <laughs> messing with y'all, Minnesota. She's not. She's over you. She got the Florida. She's done with y'all. Allergic yeah. to apples? Okay. I don't know okay. how. I just am. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take that. Moving on. Passenger seat or driver's seat? Mm. That's like a tough one because I like to drive because I like to be in control, but I also like to passenger because I like to just chill. Like I can chill out, right? Yeah. Are you one of those? Are you are you one of those people that sits on the passenger side and want to control the radio? Um, Pass the ops. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. (laughs) Okay, money or free time? Damn. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good, right? <laughs> Honestly, well, when you have one, like, oh, that's a tough question. Money or free time? Mm-hmm. I'd say money, low-key, because free time is cool, but if you don't have any money, then what are you going to do, like, sit there? Free time is overrated if you don't got no bread, right? Right. You got to have a good way to spend that free time. Cash K, you just completed the world-famous Quick Six. Clap it up, clap it up. So here we are. You dropped off a record. It's called Better. Mm-hmm. Real classic R&B, neo-soul kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Can you talk to us a little about the record, the production, uh, maybe the backstory? Um, please, let us, let us know a little bit about your new record, Better. All right, so let's start with the production, since that we can get quickly. Okay. Uh, a couple of friends of mine last year, like, at the school that I go to, a lot of people are producers and musicians and stuff, so we like to get up together and, like, kind of jam and, like, see what we can come up with together. And we were just chilling in my friend's dorm room, and they were like, yo, Kathy, like, I want to I make a song with you. And I was like, all right, let's do it, let's do it. So my friend Kyle Harrington shout out um produced the the beat and everything and a couple of friends of mine were just like throwing ideas around um we were like what's a great topic like what's a great cash cake topic and I was like how about just like you do it better like what do you mean and then so we get in there um basically the story behind the song 
this guy that I was dating, the same guy from when I was 15, um, kind of just like played me, kind of just like threw me aside after like a long ass relationship of like deep personal connection. And he just threw me away for some like some woman that I don't want to talk about John, but I really do not appreciate him choosing her over me when I just was like, just better. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just how I felt. And he probably knew that at the time, but I just felt like I had to really speak on the fact that like he kind of threw away a love, a deep connection that we had for some girl who he just like quickly like resorted to i guess you could say right right right. the song's kind of like a like a not necessarily like a diss track but it's kind of like me addressing him like does it make you feel good knowing that you have this girl who does everything that i did for you but like at a lesser caliber like that kind of idea the only thing she's got to offer is when she gets undressed bet you didn't know you're pulling second best you know bars yeah. Bars. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, that's kind of the backstory. Well, I tell you this, I have absolutely enjoyed our time here. Me too. All right. We learned a little bit about your backstory. We learned that you hating on Minnesota now and you only rolling with oranges. <laughs> we also learned that you like kicks. We learned a whole lot about Miss Cash K. I want to thank you and my audience wants to thank you for joining us here at the cool table. We only have one more line of business. One more line of business, my dear. I want you first, tell us where we could find you, social networks, media, blah, 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 blah. And leave us with a beautiful introduction to your song, Better, please. All right, so social medias, you can find me at Cash K, Cash K on Instagram, at Cash K, Cash K on TikTok, um, uh, at Kylie Marie on Twitter, um, and I'm Cash K, and this is my brand new song, Better, and you're listening to it right here on CUNY Radio. Does it make you feel good the way she looks at you? Does all the things that I used to Just another bitch you'll run right through Hard to imagine It was yours, you had it Bet you take it all back Bet you didn't want that Bet you take it all back Don't get distracted, I'm not easy It matters how you treat me And now you understand I wouldn't want a man if he don't believe in me Always cheating, he stays deceiving me And what he doesn't see is I do it better I do it better And I've been trying to tell you I'm not the type you She showed you all her best moves I'm nothing to compare to I do it better I do it better 
And I hope it feels worth it Cause boy you deserve it Just know it's gonna hurt when you finally see Only thing she's got to offer is when she gets undressed Bet you didn't know you're pulling second best Putting all the effort to what's in your bed And you know the rest If you're trying to rebound, boy it's played out Bet you wish now you hadn't stayed out Doesn't feel the same, I can't explain how When you're crawling back to me any day now Cause it didn't work out And I've been trying to tell you I'm not the type you used to I'll bet she showed you all her best moves I'm nothing to compare to I do it Hey, it's me my girl just left When you get here, make sure you come to the back Is it different for you than it is for me? Is it something about her I just can't be? I'll be waiting for you Isn't it hard enough Pretending you're not in love? I can't stop thinking about you I miss you I do it better I do it better That was Cash K with Better. I want to thank her for coming to sit live at the cool table with your boy. Please go stream that. That is available on all streaming platforms. That is Cash with a dollar sign. K. I also want to thank her manager, Daniel. He's been a dope dude. You know, I love talking to the managers, you know, because he's a serious fucking guy. This guy's not playing. He's making sure I didn't railroad, <laughs> railroad his artist. So I got to respect. Big up yourself, Danny. You know what I mean? Hopefully... We could do this again sometimes. The full interview will be available at cooluniversity.com, YouTube, Cool University, or on the Instagram at Cool University. Artists, if you would like to be featured where Cash K was, all you got to do is hit us up, cuniradio at gmail.com. Com, okay, that's C-U-N-I radio at gmail.com and we'll send you back the form of what we need from you. So listen, man, that's all I got to say from us here at CUNY Radio. Have a great week. Party responsibly.